welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. At Digging Deeper, we want to do everything we possibly can to protect these babies from sickening creatures. We refuse to sit and watch from the bleachers. The ugly truth. Hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. Here struggled Jennings and his daughter Brianna with a cry for help. And then we'll get started on the ugly truth. Gonna be a horror story with a scary dive. Angels fly with their guns out, causing hella fire when Mother Mary cries. I heard the lies, but I seen the truth. They're gonna silence you if you bring the proof. They gon' call you crazy when you call them out. They try to box us in, but we can box them out. Don't dare ask me what I'm talking about. If you ain't listen yet, then you'll never hear it. We gon' pray to God and we gon' stand up. Got an army here, I know the devil fear. Yeah, the future's clear when you know the past. And that train is coming and it's rolling fast. Gotta fix the path, it's on a broken track. There's no time for us to be. Holding back now, we need some leaders to wake up the sleepers. Make believers out of non believers. Let freedom of speech ring through the speakers. Take the filthy rich to the cleaners. Shine our light, baby. High beamers. Don't let sex crimes be a misdemeanor. Protect these babies from these sickening creatures. I refuse to sit and watch from the bleachers. Huh? Tonight on The Ugly Truth, we are going to take a look at a whistleblower who is well-known and very successful. This is an announcement from Rose McGowan. Maybe you haven't heard of Rose McGowan, but after this report, you'll find out exactly who she was and what she has been able to accomplish to increase the awareness of the filth going on in Hollywood. I'll read through an article and then we'll listen in on Tucker's report. But first we'll listen in to a three minute report from People Magazine. Hey, it was stunning. It's truly the first time the public got to hear Britney Spears speak in over a decade. I'm joined now by People's digital music writer, Tomas Mier. Tomas, good to see you. Outside, of course, the court, we saw Britney supporters rallying around her. What was the mood inside the court where you were? It was full with uh, journalists just taking notes with everything Brittany was saying. But there was actually a few fans that were able to trickle in. So they were crying. They were in tears inside of the courtroom listening to Brittany finally speak up for the first time about what she's been going through over the last 13 years. Brittany actually called into that court hearing. She addressed the court for 23 minutes by phone. Tell me about the emotion in her voice. How did she sound to you? I would say passionate. The judge had to ask her to slow down a few times because she was just speaking so fast, but she was very emotional and I think composed as well. What surprised you the most about Brittany's testimony? What was most surprising was hearing from Brittany. We hadn't heard from Brittany directly in so long, and this was the first time we got a taste of who she actually is, what she's going through, and the emotions that she's really feeling. Brittany's regularly been sharing these sort of bubbly videos on social media, her dancing. She's been telling the world that she's happy and that she's okay. I'm totally fine. I'm extremely happy. But what did she reveal in court this time? She literally says, I've lied and told the world that I'm okay and I'm happy. It's all a lie. I've been in denial. I'm traumatized. 
Um, she explained that she can't do things without asking for permission. She's not able to uh, paint or do cosmetic changes to her kitchen or go on a date with her boyfriend um, if he's driving. Turns out she was even taking more medication than we ever knew. She mentioned that she was put on lithium after she was out of rehab. She didn't go into the details on what exactly she's taking. I'm going to be in Vegas for two Brittany compared her work schedule to sex trafficking. What exactly did she say and mean by that? Well, yeah, it's undeniable that Brittany is one of the top performers, and she explained that she's working seven days a week, hours on end, and that she doesn't get a break. And to that point, you know, a lot of singers, you hear about them canceling concerts when they get sick or something. Brittany says she's actually forced to perform even specifically while she was sick. There's this video circulating where she says on stage have a 102 degree fever. She addressed that in court saying she had no choice but to like do the concert uh, because that's what the conservators were telling her to do. Brittany has two sons with her ex Kevin Federline. I was shocked to learn that the conservatorship has prevented her from getting married and having more children. She said I have an IUD and I would like to get it removed but I can't uh, due to the conservatorship. And it's not exactly, I'm not exactly sure how those details play out um, with the conservatorship but she was explaining that that's something that she's really wanted to have more kids with her boyfriend Sam. Brittany's parents appeared in court virtually and a statement was read on her father's behalf. Jamie is sorry to see his daughter in so much pain. He loves his daughter and misses her very much. All right, we are going to go ahead and look at that article now. And this is something that Andy put together. Again, thank you, Andy, for all the research and putting together the articles. The article I uh, started and then she completed it. And it's The Ugly Truth of Hollywood. You can find this in our article section under Digging Deeper. So Digging Deeper, go over to Articles, and then you'll see The Ugly Truth of Hollywood. You had it posted live, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you remember that podcast back on March 13th? I do. Yeah, that it was the one on Hollywood from John Paul Rice, right? Yes, John Paul Rice. He's the producer of Hunger Games as mm -hmm. well as other things. Right. And we can never forget that ugly truth about child slavery, forced labor, and trafficking, or whatever you want to call it. It's evil, and it's got to stop now. That was episode number 43, and we learned back then of this frightening situation in Hollywood on the forced labor. Coincidentally, John Paul Rice mentioned Britney Spears as a prime example mm -hmm. of forced labor. And this was episode 043. We're now on episode 143 or something like that. Yeah. This was a long time ago. Already. So now we're going to read a little bit into exactly what's going on here. You heard the People Report just moments ago. Right. Andy, you put this together. Can you go ahead and read that? Britney Spears spoke out against the conservatorship that ruled her life for more than a decade. But overnight, a judge denied her request to stop her father's involvement. This was just recently. This oh, was a couple days ago. This they is your update. Mm -hmm. oh, they oh. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer reported for today. Um, but during her testimony, she said, I just want my life back. It's been 13 years, and I think it's enough. In her closing remarks, she said, I feel ganged up on, bullied, left out and alone. I'm tired of feeling alone. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does, but ha by having a child, a family, any of those things, and more so. Oh, wow. So they, they've even 
ruled her life to the point where she, she cannot have, have children. They put an IUD in her? Yeah. Yeah, and she's not allowed to remove it. So the ugly, nasty Harvey. Mm. You've heard me talk about W before. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein was once at the top of Hollywood. He's helped helped so many people with their career, right? Yeah. Well, as accusations of his sexual predation come to light, it didn't just trigger his downfall. It ushered in a tidal wave of exposure of sexual impropriety in the film industry. Like we just told you with John Paul Rice coming forward mm -hmm. and Rose McGowan coming forward, Ashley Judd coming forward. It was the two of them, Ashley and Rose, that Who started it. Exactly. They yep. broke that Harvey Weinstein story. Yep. And thank God for them and for their bravery for standing up for what is right. Yes. You're not going to believe how many accusers there were. I mean, if you followed this story, maybe you already know this. But you might think, okay, Harvey went to prison because of two people, right? Yeah. I just said Rose and Ashley. Right. 85 women. Yeah, those are just the ones who have spoken up. Right. And they're named. We're talking about Angelina Jolie. We're talking about Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Ashley Judd. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek. So many others. I, I would take me too long for this podcast to name every single one of them. Uh-huh. Many of them foreigners, some of them old, some of them are young. But the most damning part for Harvey was that all the stories were completely similar as to his M.O. Yeah. It left no doubt in anyone's mind that anyone could have conspired 87. There are actually as many as 80, 85 named, but there were others that just a handful more that didn't leave their name but had other very, mm -hmm. very harsh stories. When you can get almost a hundred women from all ages, countries, and walks of life who aspired to or became actors, actresses, to all say so strikingly similar things, but only the goriest details that they would know. Yeah. Sickening! No. And it's, it's horrible that even Hollywood jokes about the fact that, well, you don't have to worry about sleeping with Harvey Einstein anymore, you know, and... They they joke about it. They make oh. jokes about it in shows, and oh. it's just ridiculous. Oh, that is sad. Yeah, well, you can, I mean, the whole industry knew about it. That's what John Paul Rice said. Yep. That's what everybody's saying now is that it's just known. It was known. That was just one of those things. The sad story of Corey Feldman and yeah, other Corey Haim and oh my gosh, and they thought it was conspiracy. When they brought it up years ago, and now these people are serving behind bars, mm -hmm. and that should give us hope. Yes. That should give us there hope. There are people who are being arrested. There are. We just don't see it come to light all the time. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and listen now to the Tucker Report there. The big announcement from Hollywood We've been bouncing back and forth between things here, but it's all related to this ugliness in Hollywood. Now, finally, that report from Tucker. 
As we told you at the top, right before we came on the air tonight, we heard that the actress Rose McGowan wanted to come on and talk about something. We've never met Rose McGowan uh, before, but we're completely open-minded. We just learned something with Britney Spears, who we've not interviewed since she was literally a teenager. But apparently, we have just read she's been under a conservatorship for the last 13 years, and this has been in the news, flew under our radar, but it has been. And Rose McGowan has been watching it, too, and has thoughts about it. She joins us now. Rose McGowan, thanks so much for coming on tonight. Hi, Tucker. Nice to meet you, too. I also have an open mind. Well, (laughs) this is my favorite quality in a person. Thank you. Um, So I'm coming at this cold. I, again, haven't seen Britney Spears since 2003. I just read she's been under conservatorship. Make the case, if you would. What is it and why is that bad or good? Well, in my opinion, and in many others, it's bad. Imagine you're a 25-year-old young woman or young human who has been forced to perform since as long as she could walk to support her family. Her father put her under conservatorship at age 25. Many in the media laughed and scorned her when she shaved her head. I lived in Hollywood during that time, and I've made it my life's mission to tell all of you out there what so many of you really know deep down, that fame and Hollywood and the media machine are rotten to the core, and they do hurt and they do damage. At age 25, her father and a judge ruled uh, with many paid off doctors' help that Britney Spears had dementia. So... Since then, she's gone on to do a five-year residency in Vegas, two shows a day. She's gone on a tour in 2018. And what happened today is literally a cultural landmark moment. It is a cultural reset. She got to speak for the first time, I believe, in her life, honestly and openly. And what has been done to her is horrific. And I know it seems like, why should we care about a, a rich pop princess, right? But I think it's deeper than that. And I think it goes to what you talk a lot about, which is the rot in the machine and how society also plays a part in a weird form of oppression. Man, I mean, you've you've pushed all my buttons, I have to say. I mean, (laughs) the idea that the individual is crushed by forces larger than her and that deep down it really is rotten and that people are treated as disposable objects rather than as human beings with souls. I mean, that's all that's all a display every single day. So pardon my ignorance, but quickly, conservatorship means she can't make basic life decisions for herself. Absolutely none. She can make no decisions when she sees her kids, uh, what medicine she takes. She said today, Britney Spears said they put her on lithium. That is an incredibly helpful drug for some, but a hardcore drug. She said she was doped out, I'm summarizing. And she, I think, is ready to blow the lid. She said today she's so angry it's insane. And I understand that kind of rage after being the, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I didn't, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm listening intently. Oh, sorry, I heard something. So, you know, the thing is, I was the first one to go on the record about Harvey Weinstein and that kind of sickness and the people that are truly putting your entertainment in your head. And while we've all been entertained by Britney Spears, she's been being tortured. And I know 
it, it seems like one person. But they've done this to women and humans and whistleblowers and people they don't like. And, and really, like you said, Tucker, the people, the monsters in power that control the puppet, not just her, but like the message it sends to every girl or every boy out there that you are disposable and the elite can own you. So I, so I think it matters. I do. I think the individual matters above all. Yes. And if they can destroy one person, they can destroy everyone. I, I know nothing but what you just told me, but I think you make a really compelling case. I love that you care. And I'm really glad that you came on tonight. Rose McGowan, thank you very much. I'm honored. Thank you, Tucker. Yeah, that was Tucker with Rose McGowan, and it was unbelievable. She was the first one to come forward with Harvey Weinstein, and she mm-hmm. lived in Hollywood, so she must be know, know how to say it right. So right. Harvey Weinstein, even though it's fine. But anyway, Harvey Weinstein and his sickness, she called it. So bless her heart, and please protect her, Lord. Right. Rose McGowan, please protect her. Yes. And uh, you found out some more things about Brittany. Was just trying to find out where this whole fiasco started because he didn't have conservatorship when she was a kid. He, she was, he was her legal guardian, obviously. But you know, once once you're 21, you're an adult, and so she was an adult for four or five years, right? Without right. him under her, without her being under his thumb. Okay. okay. Hollywood, Hollywood had her. Yeah, they still had her. Hollywood had her. But he wasn't in total control of her life. Right. So Hollywood completely abused her and used her. And then she started, became an adult and started mm-hmm. making decisions on her own. And she actually got married and had two beautiful boys with, uh, who was it? Kevin Federline. Right. Yeah. So um, she began behaving erratically after her 2007 divorce. Yeah, she well. lost custody of her two children. I think I would go a little crazy myself if that happened. Well, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there were some public incidents that people started questioning her mental welfare. And uh, she shaved her head. Oh. That was in defiance. That's a defiant thing, right? They didn't. She was like, I'm done being the pretty girl, right? Right. And, but she hit a photographer's car with an umbrella. <gasps> Park. Oh, prison term for life for that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my An gosh. Umbrella. I wonder if it actually caused damage. Well, it reminds me of a golf club to a window. She was admitted to the hospital twice under temporary psych- psychiatric assessment mm-hmm. after an incident in which she allegedly refused to surrender her sons in a standoff involving police. Mm-hmm. Right. It was all about her boys. No, who, who, gets up, who gets upset when they take your kids away? Nobody does that. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah. try to take my kids away. Uh, if a policeman comes up and tries to take my kids away, you darn right I'm going to have a standoff with them. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell them they're not going to take my kids away. That's what she did. And right. a psychiatrist wrote a note and said, she's crazy. Sound mm-hmm. familiar? Yes, it does. It's crazy. No, I know so many people like this, and, and, oh, and you know who I'm talking about. People in Scott's Bluff. Yeah. Mm. And then, and then she checked herself in in 2019 because of emotional emotional distress from her father. Yeah, no duh. So, 
You mean her master? Her master, yeah. So she went ahead, she canceled her Las Vegas tour in 2019 and said, I need to check myself into a mental hospital because I can't do this anymore. It was her only way out. It was her only way out. You see how the media turns things? Yeah. Now we learn the truth 20 years later, whatever it was, almost, darn near 13 years later. Yeah, so her father uh, keeps, makes her... um, keep the IUD in because he doesn't want her getting pregnant. He doesn't want her to get married again because, you know, then his cash cow is no longer able to perform because, you know, she's pregnant. We saw her on stage in practically a bikini Mm -hmm. during the People magazine report, even though you didn't see it on the air here, but uh, you can watch that video, the People report on Britney, Mm -hmm. and you will see she was telling the crowd, and I've got a 102 degree fever. And they're making me do this out here. There's a grown woman in a in an eighteen year old kid suit. I'm talking to those a bikini. It's sick. It's yeah. sick. Okay. It's sick. She's standing up there, not belonging. Bless your heart, Brittany, but not belonging in a suit like that, and being forced to do that. That is sick. Yeah. She didn't want to do that. She's a mother of two. What mother of two wants to get up there and? Well, there are some. No, I know there are oh, some, yeah. but, but not I mean... not her. And, and nobody should be forced to. Nobody should want to be made to, is what you mean. You right. cannot be forced to do something against your will in this country. And this conservator stuff is baloney crap in my mind. Okay, you know, I know our listeners out there, we've got a wide variety of you. A wide variety. We have a lot of churchgoers, God believers, and we're with you, of course. Because our next segment is our faith and our light will shine through. And it's yeah. ugly for a reason. Oh, yeah. And, you know, after her major testimony before the judge said no, right? Oh, right. The, her, her father's lawyer said he's sorry to see his daughter suffering and in so much pain. Bunch of fake woke. I know. I am sorry, Brittany. <laughs> yes. Lady. Yeah. There's a reason I never wanted to be major famous. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can sing like one. And no. you can. I, and I'm so thankful you aren't <laughs> famous. No. Mm-hmm. And I could have been I could have been somebody, Johnny. I could have I could have done something. Yeah. Remember that yeah, show? Johnny Dangerous. Johnny Dangerous yeah. yeah, yeah. I could have been somebody. I could have been somebody. Oh. I am somebody. Yes, I am. Who you I say am. I am. I am Princess of the King. Okay, you you're singing religious songs, I'm over here singing Tom McDonald. <laughs> I am who you say I am, because I am who you say I am. Okay, all right, we get radical here. We're having a little fun on the ugly truth, because we're going to have fun in a different way on our next segment, which, let's check our time. Oh, right, we're at 1029 Central Time. A lot of rhyme. Mm. (laughs) I think you're learning. I think it's time to end this segment pretty soon. What do you think? Do you have anything else to close out, sweetie? No. Nope, that was it on that's the Britney it. news. That's all in the Britney news. Good yeah. job on those articles. You can find out more at diggingdeeper.us or diggingdeeper.net directly for the articles. But we have the articles listed right on the homepage there at diggingdeeper.us. It all starts there. You can listen, contribute, become a paid researcher, advertise, become a sponsor, be a Patreon, all those kind of things. You can do all of that on diggingdeeper.us. And we love you all, and we're sorry for the ugly truth, but we have to bring some light to the darkness. 
And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.